0: organize me radio episode 59 sleep training for productivity i'm naima ford goldson hi everyone welcome to organize me radio i'm naima ford goldson and today's guest is the founder of just bloom life and she is the creator of the infant sleep training e-course please welcome Nesta Lumpkin. Welcome, Nesta. Hi, Naima, thank you so much for having me on today. Thank you so, so much for being here. I'm so excited that you're here because we go way, way back <laughs> to our days um, at CNN. We met at the CNN tour fresh out of college, um, but I would love to find out you know, what you've been up to lately. Um, how did you come up with Just Bloom Life and what's been going on?
1: Yeah. So we've known each other for years. I remember when we started out as tour guides um, at the CNN, the old CNN Center. Right. What an experience. We were just young, fresh, bright eyed. Um, I remember when you you left to start your business and I was so proud of you. I would see you on the interviews and you were just such an inspiration to me. Oh. Um, I eventually moved up the ranks at CNN um, after being a tour guide and I went into production. And then I ended up being a writer at CNN International for a very long time. So while I was there, I was writing all these stories about what's going on in the world, reporting on wars, natural disasters, politics, global politics, um, the economy, you name it. And somehow my heart just wasn't fully in it. And so my husband would see me day in and day out, kind of struggle with that, knowing that I was telling all these great stories. But for me, it just wasn't as personal as I wanted it to be. I felt like I had a compelling story to tell and I wasn't telling it. And so I I would struggle with that. And then one day me and my husband, we were having this conversation. He was like, it's tough to see you like this. I know you have so much potential to do so much more and impact so many people. So he was just like going on and it was really getting to me. And I tried to defend myself and say, Hey, you know, I'm just a late bloomer. I've been a late bloomer for everything, having kids, um, just making up certain, uh, making up my mind for certain decisions. And he was like, you know, what? I, I don't care if you're a late bloomer, just bloom. And so that's, It just occurred to me like if i was going to start a company i would call it just bloom life um so i was interested in in life coaching i remember hearing valerie burton speak at my church and i didn't know what coaching was and she just like opened up my mind to it and so i took i took courses i got certified and then i started out um just wanting to end negative cycles and to help people build strong families and that's how i came up with that and after having my third baby I said, you know what, all my friends, a lot of my friends were asking me, how do you get your kids to sleep so well? And so I ended up creating an e-course called the infant sleep training e-course and it lives at www.sleeptrainingworks.com and it's just amazing to see how moms are being affected and their babies are sleeping more and it's been very effective so far. So I think I'm just grateful that I took a chance to create that e-course and helping moms because when I was little, I didn't get to grow up with my mom and so because she had a tough time during postpartum. And so my grandma ended up raising me and I just wanted to help moms who just had babies in the postpartum period to get through that stage because it was tough for me too, like the lack of sleep. And so I'm just glad this product is out there.
0: So I think, and we'll, we'll get into that because I dealt with postpartum issues also, and it's just crazy what we have to deal with as women, but it's such a jump to go from being a writer at CNN to just bloom and life coaching. And, um, I guess it's not a far stretch for sleep training because you're a mom. Like you said, you're a mom of three. How different is it? What was it like to make that transition?
1: to make the transition. So (laughs) I kind of was forced to make the choice. Um, I wanted to do um, coaching full time and focus on the e-course and marketing and getting it out there. Um, So I was let go from um, CNN earlier this year. And it was bittersweet because I was shocked but then it's a blessing because now I got to choose what I really want to do, which is to focus full time on this. So the transition, it was, it was God sent. (laughs) And and now I'm learning so much about business and entrepreneurship and marketing. Um, A lot of those things I didn't have to think about while working at CNN. Um, CNN is such a global um, company, and the brand—it's—it's it's, the reputation is so strong. Um, so when people hear the name CNN, it's—it's it's easy for them to say, "Yes, I want to work with them" because of the recognition. And now I have to start from scratch, um, building my reputation, building um, my company, and teaching people what I do and how beneficial it can be for them and their families. So the transition—it's been it's been rough in parts because of the mindset shift that I have had to make. Um, But it's so fulfilling. It's so worth it.
0: It's so funny because I do, I feel like a lot of times when, well, at least a lot of people that I know who have started businesses um, have started them kind of out of um, necessity, not just, you know, oh, I want to start a business. It's, Well shoot what am I going to do now, I guess i'll start a business, I know that's how it was for me it sounds like you know that's how it was for you and it's just so funny and I feel like as moms. We are always having to pivot to figure out what it is that we have to do now you're a mom of three i'm a mom of two Um, we've both dealt with the newborn phase, being sleep deprived, you mentioned postpartum issues, I had postpartum depression issues. Um, It was just tough. And then like, the lack of sleep is oh my god, it's so hard. Um, What made you decide to sleep train your children? And how did you become successful at it? Because I completely failed when it came to sleep training. So. The decision was, again, uh,
1: a necessity. (laughs) So you know how it is. Having a baby is one of the hardest things, um, bringing the baby home, right? Like I remember my firstborn, (laughs) when they told me, when the nurse told me in the hospital, oh, yes, you know, you have to feed the baby every two to three hours. I was like, okay, I got it. I'll feed the baby during the daytime, and she was like, the daytime. You have to do this at (laughs) night too. Like that's how unprepared I was because I didn't read what to expect (laughs) Um, when expecting. I it was too big. I just had things to do. I was working, and so for me, it was like a gut punch. Um, The lack of sleep. It was like torture. My first week was the toughest. I felt like I was in. like a torture experiment, it's like you're losing your mind. And so that's slipping into postpartum depression, right? I was never diagnosed, but I think I was like swirling around the the hole, the rabbit hole to depression. So that was like another medical issue that I had to deal with. And so I started sleeping. However, I would get two hours a day, two to three or maybe four if I was lucky. And then I was going back to work. It was like three and a half months. And I was thinking, how am I going to function as a writer at CNN in such a high level um, position to do my work well, to be professional, breast pump, take time out, check on the baby at daycare. Is she OK? Get the baby to the daycare, come back home, take care of the baby again and stay up maybe for like another four hours. I was like, I can't function. This is unsustainable. Like I need to find a way. And I talked to my husband back then. That was seven years ago with my firstborn. We had never heard the term sleep training, but we knew we had to get the baby on a schedule. So what we did, we put her crib was already in um, our room and we were like, okay, we're just gonna put her down <laughs> and we're gonna like pat her butt and see what happens. Um, we're gonna let her, if she has to cry, she's gonna cry. So we did that and now we, we learned that that was sleep training. And that was the Ferber method, the the controversial cried out method, but we had to try something. And fortunately for us, it worked. And it was a game changer. She started sleeping on her own, like up to 12 hours a night within three days.
0: Wow. Three days.
1: So we were like, this stuff works. And so for each child, each child was different. We didn't have to do the cried out method again. Um, We had to each child, baby, she just like would drink her milk, would rock her and then she literally like roll out her arms and like go in her crib. And then the third baby. Um, wow, we're still working on her because yes, <laughs> she learned how to sleep train. And we had to stay with her a long time every night for her to get it It took like almost a week. But now we um, moved her from her bedroom. And all three girls are in the same room sleeping. So three beds in one room and the baby, she is a ringleader and she thinks the party just started. (laughs) So when I tell you we have to reach, sleep train her, like constantly, like go in and like reinforce all the things that we taught her. So it's not in vain. We still have to do it. Um, So for you, like you, you, you may have had like some hiccups or any mom out there, sleep training, just know that it's all about consistency even if they stop for one night because they're sick or they're teething or they're just going through a growth spurt. As soon as they get through that, if it's one day or, or seven days, you get back to the the schedule. So just like how you teach organizational skills, sleep training is just another way for you to organize your day. And for me, I've used it as an anchor in my day to get things done. And, um, Our bedtime routine now is like one of the most fun times in the day, because we've done it now for seven years straight with our own children. And so at night, I use that as a reset. It's my time to reconcile with them. If I messed up in the day or I yelled at them, it's my time to play with them and have fun, do bedtime story. Um, We just goof off and then they get tired and go to sleep. So my advice for any mom is sleep training is a discipline it's a game changer. It can save your life, your marriage, your relationships. So it's not a bad thing.
0: You know, I am so glad that it worked for you because it didn't work for me at all. Uh, Luckily though, my kids now, my oldest is 11 and my youngest is nine. Um, I didn't have to sleep train my youngest. He was just like an easy baby but my oldest, oh my God, like he just, when he came out, he was like screaming, you know? He had this like high pitched, kind of like screechy kind of cry. And I tried sleep training because like you, it was so tough. Like that first week I cried every single day. It's like, oh my God what am i supposed to do with this baby like how am i supposed to function i can't sleep and you know during pregnancy towards the end it's hard to sleep as well so it's like you're completely sleep deprived um i did try i think it was called the sleep easy method but it was like a version of the cry it out method basically um and like you said when when he was teething or if he was going through a growth spurt or if he was sick we'd have to sleep train him all over again. And he did not take well to it at all. I I feel like the areas where I might have failed is in the book, they're like, put your baby in a dark room, and just, you know, turn out the lights, and then just let let him cry, turn out the lights, he would just cry and cry and cry for hours. And I feel like one time it seemed like it worked. But then, like every other time, it just he just would cry until I'd give in and get him. And then, like, even now, I feel like it kind of maybe caused him some anxiety. You know, like he's the type of kid where he needs to sleep with um, the TV on, right? He doesn't like sleeping in dark rooms. And I'm like, did I, is that because of me? Is it because I put them in a dark room and left them there to cry, you know? And then my youngest son, he loves sleeping in a dark room. Like, so my boys have, they've had their own rooms for probably like, I don't know, maybe three years because they have different sleeping patterns. Like Gavin needs to sleep in the dark and quiet. Ethan needs to sleep with the TV on with that noise in the background. So how did you have to deal with that? Like, what in the world? Like, I don't know. You've you've given us advice uh, for moms, but what about the moms like me who just like threw in the towel and gave up? Like, looking back, what could I have done to make it better?
1: All right. So number one, I want you to forgive yourself. Um, because you didn't do anything wrong. You did the best that you knew how to do at the time and the best you could. So people ask me, so what's your method for sleep training? Honestly, I don't really have a set set method and I don't shame moms. I'm not into mom shaming um, based on what you did or didn't do. Um, So I guess my method would be love, unconditional love. So when you're starting um, sleep training, You can talk to your baby. They could be three and a half, four months old. Say, hey, Ella, I am going to sleep train you. We're going to do something different. I want you to sleep at night. Mommy's going to walk out the room at some point. You're going to be okay. I suggest to moms to pray over your baby. Pray over the process or speak affirmations, right? There are people too, and babies can understand. Sleep training is a way for you to, to be in the driver's seat it's like training ground because you're going to need to be in the driver's seat for a lot of things raising your child right and so there are certain tools that you can use to help your baby sleep train for moms like you you said you messed up but for me i think sleep training is a process for our whole life how many people do you know who are just they have poor sleeping habits no matter what age they just don't go to sleep well right. so I think you can do a reset with your sons, actually. I think you can start incorporating things, um, having the routine, but you have to stick to it. Even doing, like, reading to them or finding something that you can do with them. I don't think it's too late for you to do a reset. And I just think you should give yourself forgiveness. Now, for the moms who are in the process and their children are still very young, between four months to 24 months, tips. Tips. You can get things like the noise machine. You said one of your sons loved the, the noise, like the TV on. Noise machines help because remember when when you're pregnant, your baby can hear all this noise. When you listen to the ultrasound, you hear the, zoo, 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 the heartbeat. They can hear all the fluids. They can hear the world around them. So some baby might just be used to noise. So a white noise machine or like the baby monitor, It has usually they have music. Um, You can use your cell phone or an iPad and just... Put it on YouTube for like the 24-hour loop or the music that just loops. Um, You can get a nightlight, right? If you start teaching your baby how to use a nightlight early, they'll get used to it. I also recommend moms like get blackout curtains. So when the baby's very young, like four months, their circadian rhythm starts developing. So now they can tell night and day. So you want to like get them active as much as you can in the day. And then at night, they can know, okay, this is nighttime. It's dark in my room. The temperature is a good cool temperature between 70 to 72 degrees. And you can start doing things like that to like set the the mood. So every time you start this process, you set the mood, you turn on the music or the white noise, they know, okay, mommy's not playing, it's time to go to sleep or daddy's not playing, right? So you're giving them like a set of sequence to follow. Um, so they know this is this is bedtime. And for moms out there who feel like quitting, even if you quit, go back to it. I can tell you stories. Um, we took our what she was less than one, one year. And we went to all three of us, uh, three of us, the whole family. <laughs> we went to England. And that's a different time zone. Yes, our sleep uh, schedule and patterns were a little off. We all went to bed later. But we said, you know what, this is for a week and a half. By the time we get home, we're going back to our sleep schedule. And then um, last year, my youngest had, like, a terrible diagnosis. Um, It was, like, a rare disease. Mm. And we were in the hospital for, like, a month total. And, yeah. And so being in the hospital, sometimes I just, time just kind of ran away with me. And I just didn't know what to do. And then I said, you know what, sleep. We're good at sleeping and sleep training. So we're going to use that to anchor our day. And that's what helped me get through that whole process, sleep training. So you never know when you're going to need sleep training to help you out in a a situation or when you're going to need it to like give your kids a sense of normalcy. So don't don't give up on sleep training. And in the process too, you will develop better sleeping habits because if your child goes to bed at eight o'clock, guess what? you can go to bed earlier too.
0: And so it just bless benefits and blesses your family. So those are some really, really, really good tips. What are some of, you've mentioned some benefits, but what are some of um, the other benefits of sleep training? So um,
1: benefits of sleep training, your, the, your baby's cognitive development improves because the more sleep a baby gets, the better they are to the, um, develop during the day and be more alert to learn things like sleep training helps you as a mom, it helps your baby, you get stronger, your immune system is better. Um, You know, when your baby gets sick and you get sick too all the time, if you have a stronger immunity then you'll be better off taking care of your baby. Like when you get more sleep, you can function better. You're a happier person and a happier mom. So you can spend more quality time with your baby. You can have that one-on-one contact with your child and just have a deeper bond. And, you know, it's just, you can do a lot more with sleep training. You can get to go out, you can get to focus on your relationships. You could get to go back to exercising if you want. You function better at work. You're It's just better for you and your family and for everyone
0: involved. So are there any side effects to sleep training? Okay, so sleep training is like,
1: dirty word in some circles. Uh, There is a group out there that they believe that sleep training is all about the cry it out method or the Ferber method, and that it causes distress to the baby, that causes anxiety and further distress down the line. Like you, you sort of mentioned that earlier, like you were wondering, I wonder if I did something to my child. However, there are other studies that show that there's no negative effects, no evidence of that um, affecting your child when you sleep train. So based on my experience and working with moms, I have not found any any negative effect that I'm aware of. And so for me, the benefits outweigh the, the possible negatives, right? Um, I just feel like sleep training is just the beginning of all the things you have to train your child to do. And it gives you confidence that I'm a mom who can take charge and be in the driver's seat and train my child to do so many, so many things. It makes your child more independent, um, a better sleeper. They can self-soothe, and if they cry in the middle of the night, they can put themselves back to sleep. Less interruptions for your family. It's it's just better. So I haven't haven't seen um, the adverse negative impacts. I've done some research. I have not seen it. So for me, the benefits definitely uh, outweigh all the concerns. And there's so much more to sleep training than the cry it out method. It's just that you're gonna have to put in the work. You're gonna have to be the one holding that baby. It could be an hour. You have to do it. Sing to the baby, pat the baby's um, butt, hold their hand, sleep on the floor next to them. You have to do what you have to do in order for the the your baby to realize, oh mom is still here. She didn't abandon me. She's still here. And you'll be surprised how, you know, people, moms might get guilty, like, oh, I have to give them two nighttime feedings or three nighttime feedings. Unless your baby has some medical reason or a preemie, your baby doesn't need all those feedings at night after four months. If you feed them enough during the day, they can sleep throughout the night without you feeling guilty, like you're harming them.
0: So in what ways can moms and and caregivers become more productive after sleep training their babies?
1: Oh, this is where the world of productivity comes in. Okay, so after you sleep train your baby, number one, you have more time to do you. More time to get back to feeling like your old self. More time to start learning new habits, being better organized. Now you can sleep more, which you need because you need that to function and for your cognitive ability to get back on track. Um, You know, it just helps you to go to the gym if you need to start a new hobby, hang out with more people because you need that as a mom, especially when your baby's young. Um, You need to socialize. You can just get back to doing things at work. You can start hustle. Um, because that's when um, I was able to create the e-course. I would write every night for like a month after um, my kids, I put them to bed at eight o'clock. That was my time to start doing some work for your caregivers. Oh, they'll love you as a mom who sleep train their baby, because it's easier for caregivers now to put your baby to bed because you already set up an established routine that they can follow. So they get to do more things around your house. (laughs) So they can help you straighten up all the toys, clean up all the toys and stuff. So it will just be better for everyone all around. So my productivity increased every time I sleep train my child. I get testimonials from clients saying, wow, I could do so much more now, now that my baby is sleeping. So if you look at sleep training as a tool, as a productivity tool, oh, it's a must. Hands down, you have to try it as an organizational tool, hands down it will help you organize your day because you have to start thinking about a schedule. You have to start thinking about, okay, when am I going to feed my baby? What time is best um, with the sleep training plan that I have set up? It's just a productivity win, hands down.
0: So then for the parents who want to get started with uh, sleep training and they don't know where to start, what should they do?
1: Okay, so like I I just mentioned, too, um, you got to sit down, pen and paper, or type, or however you want to do it, but you have to plan out your day. So your baby, depending depending on how old they are, you have to create a schedule, number one. When is nap time? It can't be too close to the time that you pick for your bedtime. So let's say you say 8 o'clock is your bedtime. Decide, okay... The sec- the first nap may be at 10 a.m. Then the second nap may be at two. Cause if you pick four, then that's too close to the eight a.m. eight p.m. bedtime. So after that, then you have to figure out, okay, what am I gonna serve for dinner? When I'm gonna when am I gonna do dinner? When are, when is the baby gonna get their last feeding? When is bath time? You wanna do these so it lines up like leading up to eight o'clock if that's the time you picked for your bedtime routine. So after you give your baby that last bottle, are you going to read to them? Are you going to sing to them? You have to set up these routines to make sure that your baby understands that, okay, when these sequence of events start happening, it's signaling to them that, oh, it's time for me to wind down because I'm going to go to bed soon. Then you want to make sure that your room is organized, your baby's room, whether you have them in a crib in your bedroom or the baby is sleeping in their own room. Is it cluttered? Is the temperature right? Um, is it too bright? Do you need like blackout curtains or do you need a nightlight? You wanna make sure you have your, your white noise machine ready. You wanna make sure that all these things are set up and put in place so you can start and be successful and not so easy to to give up. Cause you wanna keep going. You wanna do this for at least three days in a row consistently. And then it may take up to seven days. But if you do this, your child is intelligent enough to know, oh, this is a routine. Oh, they're switching things up on me. And this is how it's going to work now. Okay, I'll I'll go to sleep. It's, it's all babies need uh, is a good routine. And you need a good routine as well as what you have to set it up. And once you do that, it will definitely help you uh, maintain that momentum and keep going.
0: This is some great information and I hope whoever's listening or watching I hope they're taking notes, because this is some good info I wish I had you know this advice when I was a new mom, you know, because being a new mom is just stressful and all the things that come along with it i'm glad I made it through. Um, And I really hope um that your course will will really benefit other mothers and new mothers moving forward. Okay, so one of my favorite questions to ask everybody, what are your favorite organizing products or productivity tools?
1: Oh, my favorite productivity tool is the clock, the alarm clock on my phone. <laughs> so without this alarm clock, uh, I, I don't know. Like it tells me when to go to bed. I have an alarm for when to wake up. I have a 15-minute alarm like after that, just to make sure I, I get up. I have an alarm for when it's time for me to get in the car to go pick up the girls. I have an alarm for, okay, it's time to start winding down to go to bed. I have an alarm for everything. And it helps me because, you know, before I realized this, I was just all over the place. And you just have to get organized. And then my Google Calendar. I'm not like sponsor, you know, sponsoring, not sponsoring, but promoting Google. <laughs> But just a calendar that I use for our family, so it's color-coded. My husband has access to it. We put all our family um, dates on there, important dates, activities coming up, um, trips that we have and collaborate that way. And another productivity tool that I just love is any kind of closet organizer or drawer organizer. I need it in my life. All those cubes and shelves, love it um all my children's um, dressers and drawers have them their closets so at night I lay their clothes out put them in the cubes like this is your outfit so in the morning you just grab your clothes and go and one more thing (laughs) calendars like meal plans. I I love it because it's too much thinking about okay what's for dinner oh yeah what's yeah (laughs) So um, I'm not the best at being organized that way, but those are the tools that I I go to.
0: So I am right there with you when it comes to the alarm clock and the calendar, because Eric and I have a shared calendar as well. Everything goes on there, all my tasks, you know, my notes, anything I put in the calendar and my alarm. I set alarms to take vitamins and pick up the kids and, you know, things like that. It's like... because it, it feels like as you get older, and especially when you're a mom, you have that kind of mommy brain where you're so consumed with what's going on with the kids that you forget about things, right? So yeah. that is crucial. I love those. I love um, all of those. Okay, so another one of my favorite things to ask everyone, what is your greatest professional achievement? Okay, so
1: I've had quite a few achievements, um, like pitching segments like going out and getting things done which is great but it's an achievement but it's not really an achievement it was actually getting let go Mm. kind of weird but it was such a hard decision for me to leave the the safety and the comfort of that position um and it was so personal and psychological because i think i was doing it to gain approval because of the 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 name of CNN it just was a part of my identity for so long like oh nesta you associated her with CNN yeah so leaving that space or being forced to to find a new space and for me to make the decision to do coaching full time where i can help moms help empower moms to to end negative cycles and build strong families for me just taking this leap of faith at this point is my greatest professional achievement and so i'm just very grateful to be in this position and i'm just looking forward to bigger and better things
0: Nesta, thank you so much for sharing all of these wonderful tips and, and telling us your story um, and just you know helping us become more aware of what sleep training is. Can you tell everyone how they can find out more information about you?
1: Okay, so you can go check me out at Instagram, um, at NestaLumpkin1, and you can book a coaching call with me from there You can find the sleep training e-course at www.sleeptrainingworks.com. That's www.sleeptrainingworks.com because it does. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing from you all, all the moms out there, even dads, you can call too and um, learn or you can go to the website. And sleep training is just such an important part of my story as a mom. Like it just gave me confidence and encouraged me. And I wish that for all the moms out there, like you don't have to struggle that much, you know, just learn and I coach one-on-one. I do group coaching after people buy the e-course so they can get accountability because a lot of people may feel like they want to quit, but I encourage you and I'm there to push you. Like, don't stop. You will reap the benefits. Look at me. Like I should put it on Instagram like, all the fun I'm having because my kids sleep at night at eight o'clock. Oh, I have so many date nights. I'm so grateful. (laughs) So I want that for moms too.
0: Nesta, thank you so much for joining us. It was a pleasure. Thank you, Naima. It's so good to like see you again. Thank you all for joining us. Be sure to tune in next time for an all new episode.